right, welcome to episode 22 of This Old Deck. This episode I sit down with Mr. Brian Urbano and we talk YetiCon, which is an event recently held by Jared Miller of the Rocky Mountain Yetis, uh, which is the Denver area metro old school group. Uh, sadly, I had to cut this episode short. My wife uh, walked by my office like three times because uh, I was supposed to be getting ready for office Christmas party instead of talking about nerd cards. Uh, so I apologize for the ending. <clears throat> I have a link to the deck picks and the tournament report in the show notes and on the website. Uh, enjoy. Things like where I wish uh, I had like thought about spending the time to go down for it. Cause I love going to Colorado cause I lived there for like five mm-hmm. years. Uh, and I know, I know I was like looking at the tournament report uh, and I was like, fuck, I know exactly where this place is at. And of course they're like, it looks like I know, like uh, I know who Justin, Justin is like, I'm looking at the, like the, just the report. Like I know like 30%, 40% of the people on the list. So I wish I had fucking made it down oh, always good. next year. Yeah, yeah. But, Are you echo? Yeah. So you're you're not echoing at all. Everything's good. Yeah, I I. It's like we're just in the same room. I okay. I'm fine. Yeah. Unless it's is it echoing on your side? No, it's perfect. I'm just good. so here's the deal is I don't use headphones. So you I don't like that. I love headphones. Yeah, I hate them. Um, but I play your audio out of the speakers of the laptop, and then I have external mics. I don't. I always wonder if you the, worry about it if the monitor picks or if the microphone, the, the external microphone picks up the monitor, but I guess you would hear that on your side. I, I would assume so. And I like, I don't listen to my own podcast episodes, but I play like the first 30 seconds just to make sure like nothing's like super fucked up. So, and it sounded fine last time we recorded. Oh, well I'm using a completely different setup, but that's fine. I think. Yeah, that'd be fine. We Fuck should it. be okay. Hopefully it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I'll fix it in post. Yeah, it's and a, if it's, it's, and Bill if it's O'Reilly, like I'll crazy right now, then we yeah. just re-record. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I'll talk about just, magic all you want, man. I'll just release it as is, and people can just fucking deal with it or not. Like, it's up to them. It's up to them. <laughs> I, it's up to them. I don't care. No, we don't. We want we want good shit, man. We talk about. It. Yeah, I well, I do. Like the um, I gotta buy Mark a set of headphones. Like I buy gotta buy Mark like a fucking microphone. Uh, that's what I'm gonna get him for Christmas this year, so we can fix his audio. That's what I'm doing. He doesn't know it yet. He'll hear this episode and then he'll figure it out. Dude, the bomb microphone right now, if you can find this thing, I'm using it right now. So this is actually the thing I'm using is this Shure, old school Shure microphone. Old school Shure. Uh, okay. Hold on. I'm right yeah, now. Yeah, it has, a note. see this attachment here? So yeah. So it's the the little three prong. I forgot the name of it, but um, the three prong, um, uh, it's got. Yeah, it converts to USB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this USB goes into the yeah. So this is like any kind of old school studio sure microphone. Okay. Um, I think it's one of the best budget. It's, it's probably one of the best because you can. I don't know. I think you pick up the microphone. You can find them used for like maybe like thirty bucks, twenty bucks, and then you buy the USB attachment, and then you have like a studio quality yeah. mic. But that's what's up. Yeah, I think. Uh... Are you moving my camera around? This is like weird. No, no, no. I, I, Dude, I, all so I on do Teams, I, I don't know I why it does and then this. I hit record. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So again, we're using Microsoft Teams, and like, I think it's the Microsoft Teams, or if I move my head, mm-hmm. the camera. Well, not the camera, but actually Microsoft Teams moves with my face. So it's uh, it's interesting, but it won't pick up on yours. I don't think. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just have like my like my laptop one. I don't have like a separate camera, but. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's just weird. It's like throwing me off. Like, I'm just like, the reason I yeah. use Teams is because I somehow get it free through either school or work, but like, I don't have to pay for this. Whereas like mm-hmm. Zoom, like I know um, Matt Moss, they use Zoom, but they only get 45 minutes and then they got to stop and then restart everything. And I just rather not deal with it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it's the same okay. thing on, on Whereby, but all right. <laughs> Yeti Con, I mean, we've, we've been recording, so. Exactly. The um, so you went down for this. Uh, Dan Frazier was the artist present. Uh, yeah. Let me let me back up. Let me actually introduce okay, yeah, yeah, myself. Yeah. Um, I, and and the reason I'm doing this is actually a joke that segues in the Yeti Con. But um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Brian Urbano. Um, out in Southern California, part of the SoCal Deep Spawners. Uh, just been playing old school magic since, uh, I don't know, 2016, 2017-ish, um, and uh, met a bunch of cool people. But the the reason I wanted to start that off was uh, Jared Miller, who is the event coordinator for YetiCon, um, I guess somebody said, oh, um, I got to pick up Urbano from the airport. And and he literally, like he put, he put what's in Urbano, right? And um, so, I mean, I, I never met the guy and I don't expect him to know me. It's just it was a, it was a funny joke. It was it was just funny because um, everybody else in the Discord message and all that and at the event was like, "What you don't know Brian?" Like, and it, again, I don't expect him to know me. It's just a funny joke that. Uh, and now he named my deck. Um, if you look at the tournament report, so check out the yeah. Yeti Pond tournament report. Uh, he literally called my deck "What's an Urbano." So um, it's just that's how it that's how it worked out. But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Yeti Pond nice. for me. Um, Gosh, what did we do? It was actually it, w- it was a shotgun tournament for me. So I literally flew out, uh, jam games, uh, slept, and then took off. Um, yeah. I I wasn't even and there for twenty four hours. Which I called hilarious. it in and out. You're just like show up, do your thing, and then you're like boop, just pop out. Yeah. So it was in. We flew into Denver. So so the way my day started, uh, three a.m. got up. Uh, flew out of Ontario, California at about 5 a.m. Uh, met up with the um, Sin City Fallen Angels. So that's James Portello, Brian Vegso out in Vegas. And they picked me up, or I waited for them at the airport, met them up. Uh, they rented a car, hooked me up with a room. Uh, thank you for that. And um, from the airport, we went to go eat breakfast because we arrived uh, right around 8 a.m., 9 a.m., um, I didn't have a deck built. Um, I usually build my decks like Classic. five minutes yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I knew what I wanted to play. I was just going to rerun the same deck from Chalice uh, that mm-hmm. we spoke about in your previous podcast. But um, we had breakfast. Uh, we show up at the tournament. And actually, we were like, I think we were like 30 minutes prior to start. And, Perfect. and people Perfect were messaging timing. other people on Discord. Hey, where, where are these guys? Um, you know, there's three of them missing. Uh, you know, we show up. Um, at a at a brewery, um, I'm truly drawing a blank on the name of the brewery. It's up in it's, uh, it's up in Boulder. I'll get, let me grab the name of it real quick. I, is it Boulder? Or was it Lakewood, Colorado? I don't know. It was something like they're, that. They're they're the same place. Hold sure. Uh, but yes, going back to your uh, comment, uh, Dan Frazier was there. Apparently, it's his backyard. Um, it's his stomping ground. And why the hell not um, show right, up to right. a local old school tournament where I can set up a little mini booth? And he had a little banner and a table and um he had some cool stuff man i'll tell you that i wish uh i wish i scooped up a bunch more of his stuff he had a, he had a lot of custom play mats um he was doing 
signatures and altars and stuff like that. So it was um, really cool to see them. It's really cool to see the artists in general outside of conventions, right, and right, outside right. of their agents and outside of the business um, because they're, they're just different people. They're like you, you and I, um, he they're was easier uh, to talk to because there's oh, not like a, like a, like a thousand yard line of people who are trying to get 600 fucking card signed to sell, resell on eBay later. <laughs> we talking <What>? about, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, who the fuck does that? Hmm, who does that? Crazy. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because I was, I was holding one of my old spell grounds and he's like, Ooh, do I get to draw on that? And I'm like, no, like, I, I guess if what? we were still, you know, like he was all excited. He's like, I love drawing on that material, which is the old spellground material. Right. Um, I don't know why, but uh, I, I figured the pens now bleed through that. But I guess he loves it. Um, it's nostalgia for him. But he was like, oh, I want to draw on it. And I was like, no, not this one. Know, not this one. I mean, it's 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 old, um, but it's 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 a virgin. Nothing's been drawn on it. So I want to keep it that way. But um uh overall um the event was was awesome i mean it was it was essentially a local event that was open to everybody um so right. it was small i think it was like 30 26 people. people yeah it was so, 26 okay yeah which yeah, is like was... to me perfect sizing right like Correct. you play a couple rounds but you really just get to like hang out and like fucking hang out with people which is probably the more fun part of it anyhow yeah um the location was great i mean there were places to eat around it they had a food truck um nice. a lot of charity raffle stuff um it was just good meeting a new local group i guess you know i guess uh the the mountain yetis formed 20 was it 2019 2020 or something like that they had a big mm -hmm. reddit i guess they all met on reddit which is pretty amazing um so it was nice hearing their story um about how they met but um Green yeah, Mountain overall, Brew. I, that's the name of the place but yeah oh good thank you Thank you for looking at us. Like, look, it's it's Colorado. There's like a, like there's literally a fucking brewery like every three feet. Like you like land in Colorado and the first thing you step off the plane, there's a brewery in between the plane and the fucking terminal. Uh, there's just so many of them. So mm -hmm. it's okay to not remember the name of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I I guess you know. Again, we we showed up just in time. I think James and and. Brian already had decks built. They sent their decks picks in. I didn't even send mine in until like the start of, but um, I literally ran back uh, the same list. Um, I was missing some cards. So I was a little, um, you know, I brought my little box of cards, but um, you know, again, it was a shotgun tournament. Uh, I just grabbed what I did, whatever fit in a pack. I took frontier airlines. They're a stickler for carry on luggage and all that. So I couldn't yes. really, I had, a, I had a backpack on me that barely fit in their little jig at the airport um because they screw you if it doesn't fit in the jig they charge you 150 bucks you know shame really? on the years hey, it was horrible i ran i ran into an issue with it on the way back and um there was a, a a gate agent a ticket agent um person that was kind of flexing her muscle um and uh she was she was nailing a lot of people for the hundred dollar 150 dollar overage um doesn't fit in the box kind of thing but anyway um so i built uh, again, I built that same deck. Um, I was missing some cards, and that's fine. Um, I think the my, my my deck pick is online on the thing. I don't know if you it have is. it. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I have it up. Oh. The, I'll show. Oh, okay, it real quick. perfect. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, 
the 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 two things I wanted to run uh, that that I learned at Chalice was like him to Turok. I wanted to run somewhere, and um, Cyblast. I wanted to run somewhere. I needed a little more reach, and they ran in. This is Atlantic, so they ran Atlantic. A um, little bit different. So I had to cut my strip mines, obviously, which you adore. Um, yeah, I can't, dude. I cannot believe that they are. They are west of the Mississippi, and they ran an Atlantic Atlantic tournament. That should there should be like a fucking rule against that. Like the, oh, man, I don't know. I, I you know what? Um, I like it. I, I I like switching it up. I don't play a lot of one strip format, so it's it's definitely different. Um, you know, uh, the the person that took it down, uh, Justin, um, yeah, who yeah, actually yeah. I faced in round three. He's playing Troll Disco, and like Troll Disco becomes like a tier one deck in a one strip mm -hmm. format it's super tier one um i think it is because you can run the super greedy mana base and you just have everything at your disposal you got you got dudes you got dibs you got white removal um you got everything so you got disc uh disc absolutely wrecked me when we you know i'll, I'll get to that when we go through <laughs> all my rounds but um there's certain decks that you just don't see in a four strip format and then when it's a one strip format, you you see these decks, and um, I, I'd love to get more reps against Troll Disco. There's not a lot of people that play Troll Disco here in SoCal. Um, and, well, um, here sneak peek. Guess I'm probably gonna bring something like that to Vegas because I bought I Badlands. Ve Vegas is one was four strip be, though, right? It's gonna be four strip. I'm gonna, just gonna yeah, fucking yeah. play it. I'm just gonna do it. Sure. I played Troll Disco at the last Vegas one, so the the one last year. The, okay. Uh, I, I tried four color troll disco with four strip and, um, I'm going to play just, three uh, color. I'm not going to play the blue for obvious reasons. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I crash and burn with that and, um, just slowly realized that the four strip is the real deal. Um, we were talking about that last time, right? Was it, was it uh, was it Paul De Silva? Was it the, the, yes. he, got, he got taken out by, was it lion strip, strip or something or. Cam, Cam strip Paul De Silva like three or four times in oh, a yeah, row, yeah. like turn turn one through four. <laughs> it's just like, what are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, so they do play Atlantic, and um, it's a it's slightly different, but obviously, again, you see more troll disco decks. Uh, you see more of the greedy decks, um, greedy mana base combo stuff like that. So it was it was good seeing that stuff. Um. Looking at my deck right now, I mean, the, the only thing I regret was I didn't have any blasts with me, and it was just super last minute. And I oh, was like, yeah, yeah, that would have been. So good. you notice I don't even have blasts. I don't have blue blast in oh. my sideboard. There's a lot of stuff like I didn't have a fourth sword. I just didn't have one. <laughs> and again, I, I, again, I could have borrowed it, but yeah, I'll just play what I brought. Um, that's just kind of the spirit of the of the game. Um. I don't yeah, want to borrow an entire deck, you know, and you I don't want still wanna... did well. Like you play six. Like it's not like yes, yeah, the yeah. Fourth, uh, yeah, with the four swords have helped, absolutely, but it obviously I... didn't hurt, hurt that much either. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm I'm totally happy. If you know, the main thing for me was just meeting all the new people. Um, I wanna I told myself I wanted to play in more of the newer, smaller group um uh tournaments. Yeah. So whenever these other groups, I mean, I'll I'll try to make it out all the time. Um, I have to make it out now because apparently I'm well. I won the Chaos Sword Flip contest. Yes, was I was gonna bring that up. Here, yeah. Here's the picture for. But the, but, the but I have to watch. I have to now come back because, um, 
I took their trophy, and I guess I, I hold the trophy for for the year. Very yeah. Nice. Um, what did you flip on? You flipped on your uh, Black Lotus? Is that what you flipped on? I flipped on my Black Lotus, yeah, with nice. my okay. Chaos Orb, yeah. And I had my little Spellground mat and everything. Um, I the learned spell, I, yeah. I, I, I learned a lot from Chalice. I went for my patch at Chalice, and I totally uber-failed. Um, and one of the things I, I did was I just start I flipped sitting down. I wasn't as tired. And mind you, I'm going on no sleep either. Um, I'm not going right. to use that as a reason. I'm not going to use that as an excuse as to why, you know, I didn't, I didn't do as well as I could have, but it's, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a real deal. I did not sleep up at three in the morning, um, and, and just shotgunned it there. And, and, uh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, if you want to, I, I can go through each round if that's, if that works yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's or, do it. or if you had any other questions for me pre-start, um, no, let's go but, through the rounds and then, um, yeah, just like we can talk about the rest of it, the surrounding stuff. Yeah, no problem. Um, Round one, I faced uh, local uh, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Cox, I think is what it is, if you want to go to his deck photo. Um, but, um, yep. dude, it's like super white weenie, and um, I could have easily lost. I think it went to game three. Okay. I think it went to game three. But um, I was battling his removal. Um, he had a lot of it main board. And uh, trying to hold back his army. Um, game one was crazy because I had to bring back balance. I think I brought back balance three times. So oh, I, I initially casted it. Okay. Yeah, and then I recalled it. And then I think I recalled it again. Um, that was game one. And I finally was able to stable stabilize after the third balance. And he was... Yes. Um, it was just incredible. He had me easily single digits. Um all the games game two was a little bit of, about the same, but he brought in more right white removal. Um, it was, uh, it was crazy. Uh, but white weenie is always a bad match for shops or the deck. Um, yeah, it whatever. feels like it lines up pretty well. This guy is bold playing four um, for the white flyers. What the fuck are those things called? Thunder spirits. Oh, Thunder spirits, dude. That's a problem. Four of. <laughs> that's a problem. And four crusades. Dude, that's, yeah, that's a he, white weenie deck. Yeah, yeah. He um Thunder Spirit eats up all my trite counters, which is uh yeah. A lot of people forget about that. Um he's uh he's the real deal. And then uh I think he stuck a preacher down, and then I think I top decked something to get rid of, but I mean he was ready to preacher my Suchis away. Um just uh I lost I, I've had so many bad run-ins with White Weenie, and I, I actually told my opponent, I said, um this is probably one of the first times I've ever beat White Weenie um, with a shops deck. Uh, you know what's interesting? We're talking about balance. He's not playing a balance. I don't think you played balance on with you White Weenie. I don't think you played. Okay. No, because you're you're always going to have the the board advantage with all the dudes. At least, I'll at take least your I'll take so. your word for it. I have uh, not um, I have not played White Weenie, so I I don't know. I would probably just throw it in because I'd be like, oh, good card, whatever. But yeah. It makes sense what you're saying. So I think I went 2-1 on this one. I can't remember if it went to game three, but um, I, I almost lost. I mean, seriously. And uh, it was it was interesting. I grinded back. Um, I don't know why I make it hard for myself, but I always like to, I don't know. I seem to always play the grindy decks or something like that, you know, for, for me, not for the 
player, but um, or not for my opponent. But uh, but overall, good deck, good guy. Got to know him um, local over there, uh, you know. And um, he was telling me that uh, he's going to be. He hadn't played Magic, I think, since COVID, like in person Magic. So it was good to. Excellent. It's good to meet up with these guys, and and a lot of them are super passionate, and he can tell by their decks. I mean, even the white weenie decks, right. he's got, you know, I think he had that mock signed by Dan Frazier at the event. Um, maybe not, yeah. but I mean, it's I mean, if you got if you got unlimited power in your deck, you're 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 yeah. serious, you know. This is not somebody's like fourth edition white weenie deck. Like he's playing a city in a bottle side. He's got real legends land tax. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he he definitely cares about this deck. Yeah, for sure. But um, but yeah, I ended up winning that round. Um, again, super close games, so it was fun. Um, round two, I unfortunately got paired up with Brian Veg, so um, he is on red white yetis. Yeah, pink pink dudes, and and oh, and and just to touch on this, uh, Mountain Yeti was actually a rotted. He was a three, three four. four right? He's yeah. a three four mountain walk protection from white, which is a nightmare uh it's a real card if you make them a three four so it would be uh would be interesting to see more of these you know custom erratas at these events um and, i like uh, that he just drew like fuck you lightning bolt on those cards which, which is pretty good <laughs> did you guys he know drew- going into the event that it was going to be errata to three four yeah yeah okay all right yeah ahead of time um the 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 they made it very clear, um, you know, we're going to do something fun. We are the the Mountain Yeti group, and and we're going to make Mountain Yeti actually. We'll try to make him playable, and making him a 3-4 is a real deal. You take him out of bolt range. Right. Um, That's probably the best part about it. And he's pro-white, so. He's pro-white, and he's mountain walk, which is, you stick him, and it's like, I was glad I wasn't playing red in my, I think I think anybody playing red against a, a Mountain Yeti, um, that's a, yeah, I deal with them. Yeah, it's a bold yeah. choice. Bold choice, Cotton. Yeah. Um, so Vegso, um, he blew me out game one. Um, there's nothing I could do. I think he let he stuck two Mountain Yetis on the board. He burned me out. Um, yeah. nothing I could do. Uh game two, I think I blew him out game two and just ran him over with robots and um uh stripped a bunch of stuff. And then game three, I think I landed a very late game top red and took over but it was literally i think i was in bolt range the entire time it's probably like turn 16 17 when i ripped a um a cop red off my off top of my deck and just nothing he could have done uh, yeah seal the deal yeah yeah and and i think he burned all his disenchants on like my dudes yeah um, he only has is- one he didn't play. Oh, he played. Oh, he played three in the main. I just missed him. Okay. No, he's got four. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, and I'm figuring game three, he put the entire white removal package in. Um, I know he was divine offering a bunch of my stuff. Um, but uh, you know, I was able to stick it. There was, I think, game three, he could have had it. I think he had a turn two shivin on game three. Mm-hmm. And then that balance saved my life. So I, I ripped the balance and I was just like, yes, I have to do it. And um, wish I had blasts. Uh, again, I just didn't have them on me. So they weren't in my sideboard. But um, I mean, turn two Shivan is massive. It's hard to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I got super lucky there. Uh, ended up taking him down. Um, and, and coincidentally, I was his only loss. Um, and 
if I knew that, I probably would have given him the game. <laughs> but we we play round two. Nobody knows, you know, what's gonna. Yeah, happen. yeah, you have no idea. That's way too early. But he did. He did. He actually did really well. I think this deck. Um, man, uh, I feel like this deck has legs. Everybody, everybody knows Pink Weenie, but obviously this is like Pink Fatties. Um, yeah. And uh, it's it's a real deck, man. Um, but I mean, the Mountain Yeti just makes it shine. Um, yeah, I was thinking like, what do you like in a in a tournament where this isn't uh, eroded to be a three four? What do you put in in for the Mountain Yetis? And I'm just like, I don't know. I have to think about it. But I feel like this deck is like I probably just add like a fourth swords stuff like that. Some maybe some type of card draw since you're playing big, like a book or something. I don't know. Yeah, you could do that. That sounds. You could put more burn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well. He's playing four and four plus three fireballs. Put more trike in it. I don't know. Yeah, trike is probably you're right. It's probably trike, right? Because that that it solves your mana problem if you get stuck. Because he's got double red, double white. It's a pretty good cool deck, deck though. Yeah, super good deck. Like super mid rangey, um, big fatties. Yeah, I'm I really gonna, like. I'm gonna save this one. Yeah, I really. I really like his deck, and he normally doesn't play these decks. So I was. Um, it was refreshing to see him play, because um, he likes the um, he likes the Arabian aggro, troll mm -hmm. disco kind of thing, and I was actually putting him on troll disco, but um, he ended up playing this thing, and I really like it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Who um, else did you play? So I took down yes, yeah, so I took down Brian. I go two zero uh, going into round three. So um, Justin Iskra, um, he is I out of gosh, man, I'm gonna. He's out of Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming, we, that's right. Yeah, we so, have we have talked. Yeah, so we we I mean I met him at Chalice. Yeah. So it was cool to um, meet up with him again, and it's it's great that uh, he's traveling. I was like Dude, to see people traveling, you know. Yeah. So he's a baker because uh, we were talking about some stuff, and it's pretty interesting. We we like some of the same stuff that's not magic related, but we played each other in the last winter derby, which is how I met him. So then I met him in real life at Chalice. But it's good to see him out. I'm hoping he comes out for other stuff too, because he's a pretty cool, dude. He is a cool dude. Um, he brought his. I'm gonna say your wife, maybe it's your girlfriend. Um, but he brought significant a other. With him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Analogous. And uh, she looked like she was having a good time, and uh, they ended up winning a raffle. They got uh, a legends pack. We we can get into the ooh, ooh. prizes later, but um, it was a it was a pretty cool legends pack, and she was opening it. She was super excited. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I faced, uh, Justin, um, probably the craziest, uh, set of games went to game three, uh, game one. I think he just blew me out. Um, got, got double troll on board. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't rip an abyss. I couldn't rip any swords, nothing. Um, game two was the interesting one. So he actually got me down to two life and, um, I rip, I rip again, cop red uh i think he gets rid of one of them i have two in the deck i i uh rip another one off the top he couldn't deal with it um and it goes the distance i think i i i think at one point he was at like 24 or 26 life and i was at two life for the longest time and um and it just went uh drago drago um i finally was able to start beating him down with some trikes and some suchis but he was um, he was divine offering stuff and swordsing my dudes and, um, 
it was an uphill battle for me, but I ended up pulling out game two uh, because of the cop red I hid behind it. Um, was able to deal with all of his threats. That was pretty crazy. Uh, game three, he just demolished me again. I had the typical explosive workshop openers with like a bunch of moxes, a workshop, a trike. Um, and then I run into some mana issues and then he seals the deal with a top deck, uh, Nev's disc blows up my board. I'm stuck with a single workshop and, uh, he rides uh, troll to victory. So nice. that was, uh, that was almost a non-contest, but, um, uh, definitely probably the hardest matchup I had, uh, that day. And, um, he ended up winning it. Um, you can see that in the tournament report, but um, super solid player again, like what you said, great guy. Um, it's nice to see when a, it's always nice to see when somebody comes into the event, like travels to the event and takes it down as right. opposed to the local guy. Um, because I feel like, you know, if you travel into the event, you always have the disadvantage because you don't know what the local meta is, your fatigue from traveling um, and whatever things you're doing. And uh for him to take it down was pretty, it's pretty good. I, I like his deck. Um, I think I ran a, again like last year in Vegas. I ran a similar deck, but I didn't. I ran Juzam over Senior Vampire, and it was a four strip format. But, um, and I think I ran Sinkhole over Bolt. I think I ran Bolt in the sideboard. Ooh. I, I kind of like Sinkhole, but um, Sinkhole with four strip is actually really good. But I. Let's well, let's just talk about it now. I think that in a four strip environment, do you play just straight red black or like but splash like if you have the blue splash for blue, obviously. But do you cut the white out? So I'll I'll be honest with you, and and maybe Justin listens to this, but I really didn't I really didn't feel like blue helped him much. Um, mm -hmm. Like I don't think I even saw Dib. I think he took Dibs out. Does he got recall in the sideboard? Is that what's in the sideboard? Or is it flash counter? It's flash counter, right? I think it's At flash top. counter, top two cards. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. He didn't he run blast though. I would almost just run the blast in the sideboard. Like have both blue and red blast. Yeah. In the I think that's the advantage of playing um, the blues. You get both both sets for the like a yeah, match. But dibs I I don't think dibs did anything to me personally. Maybe they maybe they were showstoppers, you know, with the other um matchups that he had because obviously he won the damn thing so right. uh, <laughs> maybe the dibs were there um but um i can see your point um maybe you do just go two or if you really want the blue power just throw the time walk and the ancestral i think it's really all you need i don't think it needs dibs um, yeah and he he didn't play uh he played a wheel on the side and he did not play the time twister which i think makes sense for his deck right because he's playing the black discard package as well with uh with four um him Turks, which makes correct. sense yeah correct correct yeah no overall uh solid deck um i'm starting to see a lot of the troll disco they're going to like one to two disc only um maybe yeah disc is, okay maybe disc is great but they're they're putting more of the it, it, you know it's like three disenchant two disc right that's i, I think mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the sweet spot i like divine offering maybe as the instead of the third disenchant maybe put the divine offering in I just like a little more life gain, especially because you got dibs and City of Brass and all that He's stuff. Playing a full so. four City of Brass too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but overall, um, solid player. We we caught up a bit from Urza's Chalice, and and it was, I didn't expect to see him, so it was a, it was a nice surprise.
Yeah, so I'll do. I'll have to, I'll have to message him. We're, I'll, have, I'll have to have him on at some point. Yeah, for All sure. Right. And that was round three, right? That was round three. So I go 2-1 into uh, round four. Dan, Dan, um, I think it was the gentleman's name. Dan, Dan Coling, I think. Yep. Um, Coling or Cowling? Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll fix it in post. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ooh, I didn't know what the hell he fuck. was playing, honestly. Um, and, and the funny thing was we went to game one. I think they recorded this match. I don't know if the, the recording is up. Let me check. I love okay. he plays yeah, yeah. Jasmine Boreal. I gave him the big, I gave him the big high five on Jasmine Boreal. Cause she's, she is actually one of my favorite, uh, ninjas. Um, no, that's so it would be. It's not that he didn't post. They're still uploading. Yeah. Yeah. No, no worries. Um, so it's a it ended up being a titania song deck i didn't know this until maybe game three when i was kind of just picking his brain but i saw a lot of part face stuff i was like okay you know it's got howling mine it's got uh you know it's got icy it's got relic bear and stuff i was like okay uh maybe he's on parfait kind of i don't know and then i saw savannah lions and i was like okay um and i don't really see black uh so I, uh, you know, he's not on a dead guy ale, any kind of splash thing. Then I saw copy artifact. I was like, okay, um, like, what the you're fuck running you more doing? copy artifacts yeah. than I am, because um, I don't play. <laughs> I started cutting copy artifact out of my shop's deck, but um, uh, <laughs> but uh, game one, I think it goes. I think uh, you know he drops like maze on me, so he's got he's got everything to stop my threats. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just a long game because I, I feel like, you know, I have stuff to remove his threats. I drop the abyss on him and, you know, pretty much shuts everything off. But he does run Titania Song, but I don't know if he was hesitant to play it because um, I have my own artifacts, right? So my ICs, my, I really only have, I, oh, ICs and books, right, is what I got. So I think at one time I had all my ICs and all my books on the table and uh, maybe playing Titania Song wasn't the best decision per se so um but i ended up taking this um i think i think i just won 2-0 um i don't think it went three games but i'm kind of trying to think if it did or not but um uh then it ends up being i end up finding out it was a titania song deck i was like oh okay okay but i was complimenting him because i was like this, it looks like a deck that i would play like because i saw felwar stone i saw copy artifact I saw Sarah Angel and I was like, okay, are you on a version of the deck or something? And, but, uh, you know, there's no counter magic, really just a lot of white removal. And then there's like winter orb and stuff like that. So I feel like, um, it was going in a bunch of directions. Um, and, uh, he couldn't, he couldn't get his, I guess his combo down on me to really run me over. So, but, uh, we had a lot of good plays, a lot of good high-fiving and stuff like that. So it was, uh, it's it, it's a, it's a cool deck, you know. It's not a it's not a Bower Socks deck, which you know, if you ask no. me what a Titania song deck, it's it's the old uh, Brandon Bower Socks uh, Nashville special, you know, that really punishes you and then runs you over with a bunch of artifacts. So, um, I don't know. This we were talking about it earlier, cool. and uh, you know, maybe maybe cuts the lions or the Sarahs out or something, puts more you know puts more artifacts in there. But um, the lions got to go. That's like the rest of this deck is fine, right? Those lines make no sense as somebody who plays bad decks, but like 
Everything else in this deck is cool <laughs> shit. I mean, no, I mean, so I like Jade statue, especially because you can convert yep. him with Titania song. And then he's just a three, six. He just, he blocks everything. Exactly. Um, I like Jade statue balance. I thought that was cool. Uh, maybe he just needs more mass removal, like Geddon's or um, Wrath of God's always really good with Jade statue. Yeah. I think Wrath would be pretty cool in here. Yeah. Um, what I would, I honestly would probably play like one book, but uh, maybe like a, he's pretty heavy whites, so like maybe like a dust of dust just to like, because, like, you got to think if you're going to play somebody on shops, uh, you, you, like, you got to make the Titanium song, like, worth it. So, like, two for one in them before you drop it might make sense. I don't know. I've never played a Titanium song deck, so I'm just talking out my ass about it. <laughs> it's not well, my – I can never do it. I can never do yeah, it. Like, I don't um, fucking know. I love Jasmine because she's my favorite ninja. Um, I have That's a stack be- of Jasmine. One of the better artwork, artworks ever, yeah, right? I, I love that artwork. I think she's I think she's hot and – I have a stack of her from back in the day when I was a kid and I was collecting her. So, um, but um, yeah, um, you know, again, it looks like two to three decks kind of rolled into one, which I can respect that because I've been trying to do the same thing is combine a bunch of decks. But I feel like uh, I agree with you. I think maybe the Lion's got to go because um, he has Abyss in the sideboard. So it's kind of like. Yeah, the Abyss feels like it synergizes well with uh, Titania's song. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because it's almost like a shops deck, but there's no workshop and there's no trike. But right. trike is one of the best creatures in old school. So I feel like trike could slide in here really well. Um, but uh, overall, great guy, though. You know, again, another local. Um, you got to meet him and, and you know, kind of pick his brain on where where the old school scene is in Colorado. You know, so it's uh, it was really cool to meet him. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's a definitely a cool deck. The Jade statues are are definitely sick in this one. Yeah. All right, hold on, let me zoom in. Let me zoom zoom to normal. <laughs> no worries. Um, then uh, going into round five, I face uh, Pete Simpson. Uh, probably one of the most enthusiastic players at the event. Um, really cool dude. Um, we end up going again to round three. Um, and. Yeah, he ran me over game one with just dib dib pixie, and I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, can't do that. Yeah, can do that." Um, so you know, then game two, I get, I get the artifacts on board, I get book on board, I have counter spells, I answer everything. Um, I think he gets mana screwed in game two. So um, game one, I think I got mana screwed too. So it kind of flipped. Um, so I was able to win game two. Um, at that point, I'm super tired, um, especially against this deck. I totally foobar and I don't even, I don't even sideboard my cop red. Well, I just totally uh-huh, forgot uh-huh, about it. Uh-huh. Like I was, I was already tired. Um, it was a, uh, it's super long day. Um, but again, not an excuse, but game three, I ended up losing to, uh, I think he wheeled me and yep. I I think I lose the bolt, but he wheeled me and it was like he was literally I think at four life or something. We were both at single digits. I was in bolt range. Um, in game three, I realized I didn't put my copper in, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just die." Yeah, like, yeah, this um, is it. Yeah, and and game two, I was already thinking about it. Oh, I forgot to put copper in for game two, and then I totally for just forget to do it. But nonetheless, um, he sticks. Gosh, how did it go? But he was 
he was he had me up against the ropes and I think it was like chain lightning, chain lightning, chain lightning, wheel, and then bolt. And I was just like, sure, you got it. Um nothing I could have done. Um and um really cool dude. He ended up giving me they printed out some proxy um sonic blasts uh-huh. with uh, with uh it was like a South Park uh sonic blast. Yeah, yeah, there's a picture of him in here somewhere. Yeah, right? I love that thing. Um he ended up giving me a play set of that. We shared a few beer, beers with each other and had a great time. Um, yeah, so they they made their own little bad thing. I love that thing. I think it was somebody's yeah. wife or something drew that and then they they proxied it up. But it was um, nice. awesome gift. Um, great opponent. We we had a lot of laughs during that game. It 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 got a little grindy, and I think he and I were just you know we were both tired. I think, but. Um, because it was the last round and we were kind of just deflated, but um, I ended up losing uh, game three to Bolt, and um, it is what it is. So um, ended up finishing it three two. Um, the uh, we can talk about wards real quick, but um, the SoCal Deep Spawner. So we have our um, risk. So there's the. Yes. Uh, SoCal Deep Spawners Risk uh, happening April 1st, and and I thought it would have been cool to, to um, one of the prizes I donated was a, a golden ticket. So I actually, I, I altered a Deep Spawn, wrote on there a golden ticket, and essentially that's a free entry with the free food um, at our event April 1st. So uh, that ended up going to the first place winner, who was uh, Justin, which again, you know, going back to what you said about him earlier, he likes to travel. Um, yeah, and that should be an perfect. easy flight for him too. Yeah, perfect, um, perfect person to give the golden ticket to, and then uh, um, he can have fun with his sig other at a uh, at um, you know risk, Palm Springs this year. Palm Springs. Yeah, April first. Not nice. a not a not an April Fool's joke. Not an April Fool's joke. No. Um, so yeah, I ended up finishing three two. Um, Justin ended up taking it down. Vegso did pretty well. I think he finished fourth. Yeah. Um, so definitely, it was fun. Um, so they handed out the awards. We did the raffles. Um, I think they ended up, uh, what was the final amount on there in the report? There was like 15 hour bucks or something to their local charity, which is really nice. Uh, Dan Frazier. I think the hot prize was everybody went for the... Um, yeah, 15-15 for uh, charity. Let's take a look at this prize one. Great job. Um, Great prizes, man. I mean, just just cool stuff. Um, But um, I think I ended up winning one of the prints. It was the, oh, it was the Melissa Benson print, the Fire Elemental, which is. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like right off screen. It's that right there. Yeah, yeah, it's that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, you know, big ups to to the Mountain Yetis, Jared Miller, those guys, um, because they donated a bunch of this stuff where they made this stuff. Um, And I, I mentioned earlier in the podcast there was that legends pack. Um, it was actually, a, yes. uh, Jared actually made a repack of that. So it was a repack. Um, I forgot what the rares were, but there was like two or three rares in that thing. He made it really nice. Um, and you can see how many tickets are in that thing. Um, that was a big hit more yeah. than the, the graded mountain Yeti to the right of it. A nine, <laughs> a nine grade. More nonetheless, than, like not more a than desert grade. storm, right? Doesn't that break your heart? The desert storm doesn't have any tickets in there. <laughs> there look, there's two tickets. I can see them at the bottom. The, like, okay. Like, like here's <laughs> the, pro- the problem with Desert Storm is is that it's been done for so many years now. Everybody knows. Everybody has Desert Storm. I feel like 
Like I, th- I think Mark probably has like a storage unit just full of it that he just like <laughs> pulls a box out of every now and then. Um, we got to get well, the other. To be set fair, of I think to be fair, this this photo was probably taken early in the day too. So um, right. Those those. I mean, even the Desert Storm Cup was overflowing with tickets, which is a good thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so we did the raffle. Um, they raffled off so that that Rocky Mountain Yeti's uh, playmat um, was actually one of the first. I think that's prototype one. So coincidentally, uh, Jared Miller actually won that. So he won <laughs> that. They call it the Alpha playmat, but um, it's really cool that uh, he ended up winning that. So. Um, and then I mentioned, yeah, so so Justin uh, won that Legends pack. Um, everybody was happy with the raffle prizes, and the main thing they got the the fifteen hundred bucks for um right. for their local charity. Yeah, which is let great. me just make sure I know what charity it was. It was blah 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 the Action Center, which I believe is I think it's for uh, people who were homeless, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's, the, it's to help people be self-sufficient again. Yeah. You know, get them back on their feet if they're a little, um, you know, they're a little down and out or they just need help for a short amount of time, um, helps them out. So and that's always a good thing. Oh, man, I just clicked on that link. Hopefully, it, okay, good, it works well. Nice, yeah, 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 this is a good one. <laughs> it doesn't go to NASA.com. Or I was like, oh, <laughs> don't send me somewhere weird, boys. This is being yeah. recorded. Yeah, cool, dude. The um, and then Dan Frazier was there signing stuff. Did he bring anything cool? Like, did he break anything out of like I'll call it like the bank? Did he bring anything cool? Yeah, he um, he brought a bunch of this his custom doodled playmats. I mean, he had a couple playmats with like a set of moxes on them. Um, nice. and uh, you know, he's he had um, gosh, what else? Um, some of his he did newer a bunch stuff, of alters, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, oh, okay. the yeah, dragons. Like yeah, okay. he loves the dragons, the proxy moxes. Um, mm-hmm. Just great dude. Um, he, he's just funny to joke around, man. But he is getting older, man. It's uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see him, but then you kind of just take a step back and you're like, wow, he's he's getting old. Um, and uh, you know, it's something I think to halfway, think about. Halfway through, yeah. halfway through the uh, through the event, he was just like. I just want to go home and hang out with my wife. And I go, Oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah. I'd be like, just go dude, just leave. Like nobody's yeah. going to be upset. I think those, so those moxes are, I think those are Brian Vexo's moxes that he had done. Did so he get them done? Nice. He got them done. Yeah. Which is absurd. Um, those came out great. Um, a lot of other people. I liked that disrupting scepter with the two hot dogs on it. That was my favorite. Um, I think Pete there got that done. Um, on internet. forgot who got that done uh, officially, but, um, what he do is like disrupting hot dogs or something like that. That's like the funniest thing. And then something about the pizza, right? The Mahamodi. Oh yeah, these ones wishing, showed up. That's good for the pizzas. That's oh, so good, man. But yeah, uh, Dan Frazier doing those on the spot. Um, he took some cards home. To, yeah. To yeah, get them yeah, done, yeah. and dude, his turnaround time was crazy. I think he took Vexo's moxes home. Took him like a week. He just did them and then mailed them back. No problem. No hitch. Um, nice. Really cool. So yeah. um. Yeah, the venue was great. I mean, you can see the pictures of the venue, but um, yeah, there's me. So I had a um, yeah, and that's the way Dan was. Just he's, he's like, like, hey, you oh, got to take a picture. So of and, he's just, and he just, he just, you know, the dude's he's super playful and he likes to joke around, but um, the picture says it all, right? He's just like, uh, like <laughs> he's like, I'm never doing one of these ever again. He's like, this is fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I this hope he it. goes, he comes again next because apparently it's his backyard, so he he doesn't live that far, but um. 
again, it's cool to see him there without without the crowd, without the convention crowd, without uh, his agents, without the. I feel like you know, with without the money thing involved, and you know, um, it's I'm cool sure to deal with him directly. Up too, right? Like, because how many people show up to get a set of moxes? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he probably made he probably did decent for it. I'd su- I, I'd suppose. I think he did decent, especially he just had to show up. He didn't have to pay for booth space. He didn't have to deal with insurance or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. Um, I got to give, uh, I I got to give a thank you. Um, shoot. And I'm, I I feel so bad, but Jared Miller's wife was actually the one who kind of ran. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He, he mentions it at the beginning of this. I was reading this post. I, okay. I, think I, I gotta give her, I gotta give her mad props because, um, he um, sat her down and like showed her how to use Telaria like right before the event started or something like yeah. that. Well, it's it's fucking awesome. Uh, and she there's did a picture it, man. somewhere. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. There no, it is. You... Oh, I can't. Okay, I can't. I gotta zoom in. But yes, there she is trying to figure that shit out. And he I, wrote a little poem for her. So, I yeah. Uh, it's hard to run tournaments, man. I mean, you know, you guys. You know, I I you know. I know you guys did a little bit of the Alamo and all that stuff, and it's it's hard to run a tournament. And um, she did a great job, so you know, thank you to her. Um, I apologize, I forgot your name, but um, well, I'll I'll edit. I'll, I'll send him a message. We'll edit I gave it her. Just... Yeah, I ended up giving her some mock stickers and stuff like that. But um, but right. she is super down. Um, you know, I, I I noticed with a lot of these groups, you know, like um, there's always the one. The one gal that holds it down right for the group so um she definitely held it down and uh uh she had the uh uh they had that thing up on a projector screen and everybody could see everything and um you know two minute warnings whatever whatever um telling everybody it's lunchtime just little things like that right like because a lot of us are just tired and we don't know what's going on i mean i was i was drinking and i was running on half tank and um Everybody was just telling me, hey, it's time to eat. Oh, okay, cool. Like, I just don't know. You know, you're like, good, tired. good, good. Yeah. 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 But, it's but smart we need to that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, you just need somebody to be like, yo, so like, this is now what we're going to, and like, everybody's like, oh, okay, I guess it's what we're doing now. Like, it makes sense. <laughs> you need somebody to drive the trains. Yeah. Um. So after the raffle, then we go to the Chaos Orb um, flipping contest. Uh, like I mentioned in the beginning, so I ended up taking it down. They threw a picture of me up there. I have a, a oversized chaos orb that I signed and that's their trophy. So now I'm obligated to go back next year because I have to defend the title, but more importantly, bring the trophy back just in case um, I lose it. So I give it to the next winner. But um, uh, after my, my, my fail at chalice for my orb patch, um, I kind of went back. I asked myself, I said, so where am I failing? And it's just, you know, after you get a couple drinks in you, um, you're just tired standing up. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down and I'm going to flip my orbs. And um, total, I felt like I redeemed myself a little bit. Um, I'm going to give it a shot. I, dude, I'm a stander. Like, I will stand up for, because I want to line up. You know what I mean? Like, I want to line my shot. Sure. I'm going to have to try it from the sit position. I, you know what, man? But you're in shape, though. You got big, you got big, nice legs. Um you're, I just don't, I don't drink. Like my problem is I don't drink, so I'm gonna have to bet. I'm gonna like bet zero for the next time I do this instead of taking two <laughs> like two fucking shots at the end that like hurt. Well, how many dudes at Chalice this year did their orb patch and they didn't even drink? Right there, there were, I think there were like two or three maybe. 
two or three guys, but Charlie, they all took shots. I know Charlie Peterson did it. He did it. He bet I think three shots, and he didn't even mm-hmm. take one. He just did it standing up. Um, did he really? I must have missed that. Okay. Yeah, he did it downstairs. Um, I I caught the whole thing, and uh, it was um, it was impressive. Then he ended up taking all the shots at the end anyway. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, uh, everybody was was participating. Uh, I know Vegso's good. He Vegso good. won the he won the orb flip contest in Arizona, I think. Right. On the on the train, yeah. On the yeah, train yeah. while he it was did moving. like thirty so, or forty flips. So, you know, I'm facing up against him. Uh, James Portello came off of his orb patch. So that dude, that dude probably has the most interesting flip, but he hit his 50. Hey, so I can't, it works. Yeah. I can't talk shit about him, but, um, but yeah, I ended up, uh, out beating them and the local guys were there. It, it was down to me and, uh, I forgot the local guy. Um, but, but we were going at it and, uh, uh, I just, I just didn't miss. I don't know how many flips I did, but I don't know if anybody filmed it, but, um, I sat there and everybody said, dude, you were just like cool and, um, doing it. And I was just like, you know, did you guys just go in turns? Like, did you, um, did, were like, was it like, fuck, how to explain this? Did you flip and then somebody else, like, was it playing horse where you guys had to like flip? So and in then the, the beginning, other flip it was everybody flipped at once in the beginning. Okay. And then, it, and then as we got down to like, you know, there's only four left, three left, two left. Um, it was kind of like one after another, I guess. So it kind of, I think there's more pressure if you go one after another, obviously. Yes. I like um, that format. But doing it all at once. I think the way you, you speed it up a little bit is you have everybody flipped at once at the beginning because there's like, you know, 15, 20 people doing sure. it. Right. Um, you can't, you can't go one by one by one by one, but, um, but nonetheless, um, everybody said, dude, like you're, you know, you're you're flipping like a madman, and I said, yeah, that's you know, just the longer you hold it, I think the more you shake and you think about it. So you just gotta just gotta let it go, and if you miss, you miss. But um, you kind of just don't want to think about it. And sitting down for me was the best because now I isolated my body more, and I'm super out of shape, and I was shaking and tired and drunk and whatever. Um, but I ended up pulling it out, so it was uh, nice, dude. It was one win for me, you know. At least I All won right. something. <laughs> I guess I got to come to YetiCon 2023 and just make a run at it. We'll see. I mean, anybody listening to this, it's, um, you know, go support the, uh, the new and local, uh, crews, you know, um, they're, they're, they're putting on these, these amazing events, um, you know, and, uh, the icing on the top was actually just Dan Frazier going. Um, I didn't even know about it until, uh, uh, you know, Brian, Brian and James actually got me to go to it, but I didn't know Dan Frazier was going to be there until, you know, after I signed up and I was like, cool, you know, you're like, oh. you're like, yeah, oh, I guess I'll bring like, cards for that. Like you're like, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I got my, what did I get? The, oh, the artist proof uh, earthquake. I have. So I got, I got that oh, one. Done. I nice. put a mountain Yeti on the back of it. So it was pretty, oh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, right, dude. My wife is staring at me in the corner of the screen. You can't see her. And she is like, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> we have a, uh, we have a Christmas, we have her, like, I, like, I, there's probably a Christmas party where I work, but I'm never going to go to that. But the, uh, we have her Christmas party and she work, obviously works on a smaller team than I do. So she's like, I need you to do shit. I'm like, all right. It sucks. That's like, it. yeah, I know it's a worst. Like I only work three days a week, so I don't have to work a lot, but, uh, I have to work at home. I'm like a semi, I'm like a semi I'm a part-time stay-at-home dad without children. I still got to do work in the house, so <laughs> it's kind of the worst. No worries. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, after the orb flipping contest, we just had dinner after that. It was about. Where did you guys go eat for dinner? There was a there was a, a a barbecue place that was across the way. Nice. Okay. Um, it was uh it was really good. Um, they had a really good food truck earlier. I didn't eat because I I had a big breakfast. Um, the big breakfast where where we good guy cafe or something like that. Um, I bought a shirt. That place was so I mean Colorado like New Mexico. You always get their chilies. I think that's the big. Yes. That's a big deal. Um, so the green chilies um, obviously were the bomb. It, it lived up to the to the hype. Um, the barbecue, I think the brisket was a home run. The pork was terrible. Um, but it was like toward the end, right? So I feel like the barbecue place was closing down and they just kind of gave us extra meat. And Yeah, it was like, what was ever left? It's like, ah, all right. Yeah. Um, then we went back and then again uh, flew out early 8 a.m., got back Ugh. here to L.A., um, I think I had a delay somewhere and then I had that run in with the frontier, uh, baggage crap, the carry on thing. Um, but, uh, long story short, I got back here, I think at noon. And then I think I knocked out for like a day and a half. So, um, Hell yeah. that was my trip. Nice and then, uh, now we're getting ready for Vegas again, right? That's the next event. So it's going to be, Vegas uh, is the next event. Um, so Simon did us a huge favor in, the texas discord and just like listed all the events basically through the next year oh yeah i saw that that's really yeah, cool. yeah yeah it was i'm so glad he did that so there was yeah. bootleggers ball happened december 3rd couldn't make it out to that there's a couple things happening in europe that nobody's that listen to this is probably going to go to so yeah january 13 14 sin city open uh, i talked to brian this morning when i signed up and so he said there's still spots left if somebody's trying to go uh, I think he said he's going to close it out January 1st. It's December 9th right now. So plenty of time to sign up. And like, honestly, flights into Vegas are super fucking cheap. So like, there's really no mm -hmm. reason not to go. Like my flight was cheaper than like the hotel. I, I still need to book, but like, yep. it's, I, yeah, it's, it's honestly probably one of the best places to meet up, especially if you live like Texas or West, because his flight is a probably direct and B it's probably under like 200 bucks to fly in. Yeah, Vegas is. I mean, if you just don't like Vegas, then I get it. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, you, but this Vegas like, you can great. just avoid Vegas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like going to Vegas for all the all the reasons Vegas exists. But like the um, like you don't have to. Uh, you can avoid Vegas if you really want to. You know what I mean? You don't actually. You can fly into Vegas and just avoid Vegas completely. So his event is actually in Henderson. So yeah, I mean, it's like south. For, East. Yeah. So for, for, you know, for people listening to this and I know you're going to have more than two people listening to this, but, um, it's, um, it is off strip. So, I mean, if you're not into the gambling and all that stuff, you literally fly into the airport and then you drive to Henderson, you can Uber yeah. to Henderson. Like it's, not... I'm going to like, it's 18 yeah. minutes, right? I just checked it this morning to make sure I could still do it. Right. Like yeah. I thought about renting a fucking bike to like bike over there, but I don't want to get hit by a car. <laughs> You can eat can't you Turo a motorcycle or something? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, uh we can we can talk motorcycles off of this, but like uh my wife would fucking probably divorce me if I got on a motorcycle <laughs> in the States. Dude, also, I mean, I'm, dri the, I'm driving there. I'll pick you up or something, man. Just let me know. Whatever. I'll I'll message you. I, I figure like um who else is gonna be there? Dave. Uh, Dave Craig, David Craig from New Mexico oh, is coming in too. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, it. I know, I know, dude. I'm excited for this one. Uh, he yeah. told me he was going. I was like, fuck, I guess I'll, I'll sign up. Uh, is the other dude so going to from exciting. New Mexico? Is it Luis, the guy that Luis, the I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask yeah. him. I don't know how busy he is with the shop or not, but I miss those guys. 
yeah, that's it should it should be a pretty cool meetup because the Vegas dudes are cool as well. So and mm-hmm. I think he said he was like the 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 cap I think is sixty four. And I think he said he was in like the high forties, low fifties. So there's like a few slots left, but it's not right. like it'll uh it'll probably I'm sure people are like doing what I did and just being like, Oh yeah, I guess I can go and then just signing up. So cool. pretty exciting stuff. And then yeah. there's scrying if you're on the East Coast, there's scrying to scry harder, which is by the uh Sisters of the Flame. I know that um Andy has been working on lists for that. He, apparently, he said he broke scryings on Twitter, so it's probably true. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I mean, I I believe him. I don't know. I, we're doing a scryings event out here, like, uh, in February, like, just a local thing. I, I just I haven't even looked at the fucking list yet. I, I should probably look and see what these cards are. Right, no, wait. Scryings is, they're doing a scrying event this weekend, the 10th. I'm, I can, I'll be at work or whatever, but... I think scryings is like scryings would be a good format for a tournament just because people haven't played it a lot. So it'd be like kind of wide open as far as what people will show up with. Yeah. Until after the scryings too, whenever uh, Andy Becerra shows up with like some broke ass list and everybody's like, I'll just play that. So. (laughs) Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, looking forward to 2023. Um, A lot of events. for me, the the YetiCon was a good closing out. I was supposed to go to Bootleggers, but I got busy, um, so I kind of missed that. But um, uh, it looked like a good event. I was like, I'm still like secretly in their uh, event Discord, so I was like keeping tabs on it while I was at work. It looked looked like it was a fun time. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just like sure. scrolling it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that now. They do. I'll probably get kicked out after this, but it's fine. The uh, are you last question? And then I really do got to go. But the um. Are you going to go in February to Europe? Did you guys figure it out? Don't know yet. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't think I can make it, but I'm just curious to see who's going to go. I, I saw a list of Americans who will be showing up, so it should be a pretty good event. Yeah. I'd love to. I, I don't know. Um, I'm counting seven dudes, hours I was, PTO. I was talking to Dudes of Paradise, too. Um, so they hopefully they put their event up, but I hear now – it was supposed to be February, and then they're tentatively it's in May now. So May in Hawaii is going to be. If that happens, I mean, I'm definitely going there too. But okay, yeah, but, well, I guess to see what flights are in May. We'll see. Yeah, I'm waiting for Eli and uh, Ken to finalize it up. So sounds good, dude. All right, enjoy your uh, enjoy your casino. I wish I was there. I'd probably be playing blackjack. <laughs> we could have just done this at the blackjack table. I mean, down. we can always do it later. We'll, we'll we'll do it in Vegas, man. If you want to do that, you want, dude, you want to play some blackjack in Vegas? Okay, we'll talk about the sophomore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could definitely do like I could definitely just not get a hotel room, and then we could just uh, play blackjack. Do they still do twenty four tables, like all night tables? Yeah, of course. Good. Okay. Good. 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 I don't know. I don't know what COVID messed stuff up or not. Like, I could definitely be a degenerate sitting in the corner, uh, definitely not smoking Marlboro Reds, uh, playing blackjack until my flight. I, I'm not saying that's a possibility, but we'll see. Yep. Yeah, we'll see you in Vegas then. All right, dude. All right, brother. All right, I'm gonna just Thanks stop again, the man. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 
All right, thanks for listening. Uh, if you're going to go to the Sin City Open uh, January 14th, 2023, I'll see you there. Uh, if you're interested in going, reach out to Brian Vexo of the Sin City Fallen Angels. Uh, I believe the registration closes January 1st. Uh, should be a fun four-strip event, just as Garfield intended. All right, bye. Thank you.